Written by Kids uses Anchor for all of our recording needs. So if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's one of the easiest ways to make a podcast. For starters, it's free, which is, I mean, great. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit right from your phone or your computer, and they'll distribute it for you so that it can be found on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and that's uh, all the ones I could think of off the top of my head. Uh, hey, Alec, is there any mis- minimum listenership? There's no minimum listenership. That's fantastic. So it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So go ahead and download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks, Anchor. And this is Written by Kids, where professional actors perform songs, stories, and poems, all written by kids. Before we get to this month's story, Robbed of a Good Time by Malka, 11 years old, we have two pieces of housekeeping. Number one, remember, your child's writing can be on this podcast. Go to moonhouse.org, click the Submit for Podcast button. Submissions are free and always will be. Moonhouse.org, go there, click the button. And number two... We need your support. We can only share these kids' stories with support from listeners like you. And it only takes 99 cents a month. Go to moonhouse.org and click the Support Us button. 99 cents is less than the price of a 10-pound bag of ice. Uh, You can also help us by giving a good review, sharing this podcast, and subscribing. 99 cents is exactly the price of a 9-pound bag of ice. So support us or get some ice. You probably have an ice maker. So... (laughs) support us it made sense in my brain (laughs) it's fine this month's story is called robbed of a good time it's by maka she's 11 and she preferred to remain anonymous but she wanted us to tell you that she loves to read write and draw she hopes to one day be an author and illustrator and she hopes you enjoy the story now we usually do an interview with the author but this wonderful writer preferred not to be interviewed and for us to interview the actor so here we go She's a New York-based actor. We went to school together. I'm proud to say she's my friend. Lucy Vanatta, hello. How are you? I loved working on this story. The first thing that I noticed when I read it was that it's really, really well written. Like the mechanics of the language is super impressive. I was really impressed by her use of dialogue. And I think it's just, she has such a great handle on how how you can use written language to um, to show a whole group of different people in a room all speaking at various times and moving the action forward and using the dialogue to do that, being really specific about how each person talks. I thought that was great. Yeah, and you're a professional actor, so you see professional writing all the time. Yes. And how is this? this? (laughs) And I know you've told me some stories. One of the hilarious things about being an actor is that I think I've been really lucky to work on a lot of absolutely brilliant scripts written by famous authors as well as friends. Um, But at the same time, many of the auditions that come in for me are um, not written very well. And one of the things that I appreciated about this story, Robbed of a Good Time, is that the language is clear, 
the structure works, the dialogue is specific and believable. I think that this writer has a really good handle on language, and that she should definitely keep writing. Where's the tape? Jessica demanded. Right here, her friend Ashley said. Jessica taped more balloons and streamers onto the wall. Are we almost done? Ashley asked. Yeah, we just have to finish this wall and then we're all done, Jessica said. Well, I think it's pretty good. Ashley tore off a piece of tape and handed it to Jessica. Besides, you really only see the decorations when you walk in. After that, you don't pay much attention to them. Agreed, Jessica mumbled, but she still ripped off a piece of tape and taped a balloon onto the wall. Come on, Ashley argued. Okay, fine, Jessica said, looking around the room. It's okay, but... Oh my gosh, we forgot about the popcorn! That's right, Ashley gasped. They ran upstairs and into the kitchen. Sure enough, the popcorn pot was open slightly from all the popcorn. Pieces of popcorn were scattered on the floor. Yum, Jessica said as she popped some into her mouth. Better more popcorn than less, said Ashley. Yep, let's put it into a bowl or something, Jessica said. Ah, this. She pointed to a big plastic bowl. Okay. The girls dumped it into the bowl and covered it with plastic wrap. (laughs) Phew, Ashley sighed. I'm so nervous, Jessica said. She was right in front of her door, pacing. She held the bottoms of her sleeves in her hands and buried her neck into her pajama shirt. Come on, said Ashley. It's just sleeping in your basement with a bunch of girls. Just then, the doorbell rang. Oh my gosh, Jessica shrieked. You get it! It's your house, Ashley shrieked back. It would make more sense for you to get it. Oh, all right. Jessica walked to the door slowly and opened it. Hello? Oh, hi, Jill. Come in. Jill held a sleeping bag in one arm and a toothbrush kit in the other. Thanks, Jill said. They went down to the basement and waited for the rest of the girls to arrive. Before too long, the basement was a party zone. The whole room was carpeted with sleeping bags. All over, girls were either reading or setting up their stuff. Ashley and Jessica took turns reading pages of a book to each other. What time is it? Jessica asked. Ashley looked at the big digital clock that hung opposite them. 9.45. Well, we have to wait until at least 10 to do spooky stuff, Jessica said. Oh, please, no spooky stories. We're in sixth grade. Isn't that a reasonable age to stop with the baby stuff? Ashley pleaded. Oh, all right. Now keep reading, Jessica said. As the clock struck 10, Jessica folded a doggy ear on the book page they were on and put it down. Hey, guys, she yelled. Amidst the chaos of excited girls, no one could hear Jessica. Jessica went over to the light switch and flickered it on and off until it got everyone's attention. Who wants to watch a movie? She shouted. Me! Everyone yelled, and before they knew it, Ashley screamed, Pillow fight! The room transformed into a sleepover war zone with everyone bopping pillows on one another's heads. (laughs) I'm done, Jessica said, plopping down onto her sleeping bag. How about that movie now? When everyone cooled down, Jessica turned on the TV using the remote, and together, everyone decided on a movie. When the movie ended, it was around 11.30. 
Jessica whispered, Let's go get a midnight snack. The girls tiptoed up the basement stairs and into the dark kitchen. Quiet, Jessica whispered. My mom's a light sleeper. What should we have? Ashley asked. Hot chocolate, the girls quietly squealed without hesitation. They made quite a neat assembly line for midnight hot chocolate. While Jessica was in the middle of pouring hot water into the cups, she heard a noise. It sounded like a creak. (gasps) What was that? She whispered. They listened again. Sure enough, they heard a sound that sounded like footsteps. I'm scared, Penny whispered. Shh! Ashley put her finger to her lips and tiptoed out of the room. Wait, Jessica said. But Ashley was back almost as fast as she'd left. Robbers! She practically screamed. Where did you see them? The living room, Ashley said. Jessica peeked out. Sure enough, two men slowly walked around Jessica's living room. Both had black sweatshirts, but one had it pulled over his head. The other one wore a black cap and a cinch bag. He was examining a piece of jewelry. Oh my gosh, you're right. I'm getting my parents. Jessica ran upstairs. Mom? Dad? Uh, What is it, sweetheart? Jessica's father asked. Robbers! For real? He asked. Yes, for real! Get me the phone. He dialed while walking downstairs. Hello? Burglars at 94 Brooklyn Boulevard. Yes! Now! And make it quick! Two minutes later, a police car parked at the curb. The sight of the sirens wailing and the blue and red lights flashing made Jessica wish that she could be in bed, safe and sound. They watched as the police handcuffed the two robbers and led them to the car. I must have left the door unlocked, Jessica's father said. Girls, he said, if it wasn't for you, who knows what would have happened? You girls are heroes. Everyone needed a minute to catch their breath. So, how about that hot chocolate? Ashley asked. No! Jessica laughed. The girls headed downstairs to bed. Let's get some sleep, Jessica said. And this time, no robbers allowed. The only other thing I wanted to say was that another thing that was fun about reading this story was that it really made me remember what it felt like to be 11 years old and going to a sleepover and how exciting that was at that age. Yeah, Yeah, what a big deal it was getting ready for it and who was going to be there and what was going to (laughs) happen. Yeah, I just felt that it helped me travel back in time a little bit in my own life. Laura, you are the executive director and the co-artistic director of a wonderful community theater called Open Space Arts. And what are the auditions you're having soon? And we're, we're currently accepting uh, voice reels for our first ever radio play, Dracula, by Elizabeth Salazar, based on the okay. novel by Bram Stoker. So go to osarts.org to find out more. And lastly, Elora, how many psychologists does it take to change a light bulb? I don't know how many. Only one, but the light bulb has to want to change. <laughs> Okay, I'm not even mad about that one. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, I love you. Bye, I love you. (laughs) Intro and outro music written and performed by John Noble Berrick. The story music, Island Meet and Greet, and SCP-X7X, both written by Kevin McLeod. 
published under Creative Commons license. All sound effects are in the public domain. Written by Kids is a production of Moonhouse Pictures, LLC. We're on Facebook. Is Moonhouse. Go to our Facebook.